What's going on, guys? I hope you're all doing well today. Got a brand new episode for you. But first, real quick, if you are not on my TikTok or on my Facebook group, you need to be. TikTok is blowing up. I'm famous now. Like, I got like 30,000 followers in a week. And I mean, that's pretty cool to me. That's not a lot to some people, but, you know, for a week, I mean, that's, that's not too bad. I don't think. Anyway, I know that a lot of that's you guys, like, hopping on there and be like, oh, yeah, we have this TikTok. But... Yeah, if you guys aren't on there, definitely get in there because I, I put content out on that every single day. The username is Jack Gray Psyhacks, P-S-Y Hacks. I tried to do Instagram for a while. I shared some memes. It just, it, I wasn't feeling it. And I wasn't getting a whole lot of like, I, I, I get people reach out to me on Instagram, but I don't think I'm like finding new people on Instagram. So if you want to, if you want to get on there, it's a great way to connect with me. I, I always respond to DMs um, as long as I see them. And yeah, I mean, we got we got the Facebook group started. Nobody's really on it. It's still in the beginning phase, but I have a lot of confidence in it. So let's get into today's episode. Lots of cool stuff coming up. We're going to be talking about weed and I mean, trees and weeds and stuff like that. OK, so one of the main factors or one of the key factors that separates the average from the great is time. When you look at extraordinary people on the micro scale, up close and personal, they really don't seem to be all that different from us. They're just people and they have their own fears. They have their own desires, their own blind spots and their own weaknesses, just like everybody else does. So if you take a look back through history at just how many artists and thinkers and geniuses went underappreciated, a lot of times when you're reading philosophy, you'll see the writers talking about how all great thinkers basically can only hope to be remembered throughout the ages. You know, they, they don't expect to be appreciated in their time. They expect that most people alive are going to turn um, a blind eye towards any of the value that they provide. And what's sad is that's true. You know, Van Gogh died miserable and alone. Socrates and Seneca were both forced to commit suicide. Ignaz Semmelweis was the one that said, hey, maybe doctors should wash their hands between delivering babies. And that was a very controversial thing. You know, people hated him for it. So we can even look at like, Einstein, for a good example, Einstein, he did get to enjoy the accolades of his work, but, you know, that came after a long time of struggling. And I mean, you, you might already know that he was a pretty average student and he didn't exactly have a glorious career before he began publishing his theories. I mean, just think about how many people used to hang out with Einstein and had no idea who he would eventually become. So think about how many artists and how many thinkers in general struggled to get published. And they spent most of their lives just barely scraping together for a living. And we all like to think that if we had been around during the lives of those people, that we would have given them the respect that they deserved. We would have appreciated the beauty of their work and been different from the rest of the world around them. But the reality is that these minds go unnoticed because of an all-too-human tendency to tune out the things that seem familiar to us. We become habituated to the remarkable things around us, and you know, they start to lose their, their sparkle after a while. You might have had the experience of having an interest in somebody as a romantic partner, only to find that once you get to know them a little bit better, they suddenly don't seem that special anymore. And that happens all the time, uh, and it definitely leads to a lot of frustration and a lot of heartbreak. And we think that we'll finally be happy if we can just get that one person. You know, they're so amazing. They're so perfect for you. And you're willing to spend so much time and energy getting close to them. But then they start to open up to you a little, and you see that they have the same fears, the same inconsistencies, the same insecurities as you do. You start waking up to their dirty laundry every morning and suddenly they don't seem to be all that different from you anymore. So now you've gotten used to that person and now you're not seeing them as being you know, up on a pedestal anymore. They seem normal. Now, obviously, a meaningful relationship is going to get past that point. And it's going to continue to go deeper. 
you'll still focus on the little things about that person that set them apart and make them special. But this episode is not about relationships. And if I'm being honest, I'm really not the person you should be taking relationship advice from anyway. My point is that when special people spend enough time in our lives, they start to not seem so special anymore sometimes. And you realize that they're just people. And it's really good to learn this lesson because it keeps you from selling yourself short. When you understand that the truly remarkable figures of history were fundamentally no different from you and me, it starts to dawn on you that you can accomplish anything that you really set your mind to. If you were to live with da Vinci, you would stop seeing him as this mythical figure and realize that he was just a normal guy. Now, granted, he learned to push himself well past the average, but he didn't do that because he was the son of Dionysus, although he was, he was an illegitimate child, so maybe, who knows. Anyway, he did that because he took the tools he was born with and made the absolute most out of all that he could. It wasn't some special aura of power that made him who he was. It was his habits. It was his mindset, and it was the time that he stayed consistent. Now, why am I talking about all this? Well, let me quote Schopenhauer here real fast. He said that great minds are related to the brief span of time during which they live as great buildings are to a little square in which they stand. You cannot see them in all their magnitude because you are standing too close to them. So he goes on to talk about a baby oak tree that he found while he was collecting samples. And he said that this oak tree commanded him not to pull it up. It declared that although it was the same height as a weed, and appeared to be dying, it was not like the other plants. The oak tree said, those other plants, they're going to die within a year. But my life is measured in centuries. He talks about how the great minds are very much like that tree. They grow slowly, and even into adulthood, they don't seem that remarkable. But when you start to bring your focus from the here and now and into the big picture, you start to see a totally different image. When you zoom out and you look at the long term, you're able to see the potential of that oak tree. And you're able to see the potential that any great mind has as well. So listen to me very closely. Those people that have gotten used to you, the ones who see you every day, the ones who are familiar with you and who are used to having a certain perception of you that they've had for years, those people are not going to understand your greatness. They see you as that baby oak tree that still has not hit its stride yet. You're, you're the same height as all the other plants. Your leaves are falling off in the winter, just like everyone else around you. The wind beats you back and forth. You struggle to get enough sunlight. You still have to compete with the weeds for water. Actually, you're a late bloomer. If anything, you're behind the curve. Actually, you're growing really slowly. All these other plants are jumping up in a couple of weeks, and you're still out here failing your forest classes. You're challenged. You're falling behind. What a loser. How dare you dream of being the tallest tree in the forest? If you listen to those people around you, and if you let them convince you that you're a weed, just like them, they're going to crowd you out and suffocate your potential. They are in it for the short term. They're interested in what can happen quickly, and it's not in their programming to reach for the stars. I mean, if you don't believe that you have the potential to grow into a gigantic oak tree, why not live fast and burn out quickly? You know, you're not going to achieve all that crazy stuff. You're not special. You're just like us. We're, we come from the same place. We're the same size, and we're affected by the same problems. You know, people will do anything to convince you of that. They'll, they'll think that you're silly, that you're crazy, that you're childish for daring to dream big and to work towards actually creating a life that you want. They take the easy route. They're the weeds who jump up real fast and focus on the short-term growth. They're the ones that live for the moment and then blaze out and wither. They spring up overnight, they make baby weeds, develop a drinking problem, and then start letting themselves go. Don't be a weed, not even the fun kind, because fundamentally it's no different when you get down to it. You are a damn oak tree, and you have something that no one else around you does. You have patience, you have consistency, 
And that's all that really separates the successful from the average when you think about it. If you work at something long enough, you'll eventually become a master of it. It may be later in life than you had hoped for, but does it really matter? I mean, if you're a millionaire in your 50s instead of in your 20s, so, so what? If you get published in 10 years instead of next year, so what? If you get signed, sponsored, published, hired, whatever, isn't that good enough? We get so fixated on the external rewards that we sometimes forget that the journey is more important. And I know you want the external stuff. I do too. But it's not going to make you happy in and of itself. What's going to make you happy is falling in love with the process and remembering that no matter how long it takes, you're still an oak tree. So stop listening to people who don't see your greatness. They're too close to you. They're too close to you to see it. And it's not because the greatness isn't there. It's because they have become habituated to you. You know, you seem the same as them up close. And they're, they're too focused on themselves to pay attention to you anyway. I mean, imagine if baby oak trees listened to the weeds and got discouraged because I'm in my 30s and I'm still single or I'm still struggling my classes or my business failed or somebody on social media said something mean about my art. Must be time to give up. You know, there wouldn't be any oak trees if that was the case. You have to separate yourself from the herd by staying consistent and not being afraid to dream big. You may not see external results for a long time, but that doesn't mean that you give up. Eventually, you'll start to pull ahead of everybody else. And that's when they get jealous. That's when they realize that you've elevated yourself above the common. And now you're a threat because you start to overshadow them. Then they don't want anything to do with you. They try to sabotage you. They say that you're privileged and you know, whatever else. But you keep growing. And as you do, those giants you used to look up to slowly become your peers. You get accepted into their ranks. And with enough time and consistent effort, you become a giant yourself. So moral of the story is to never stop. Be patient with yourself, put in the work every single day, and trust the process. Those closest to us sometimes can't see our potential, but you don't have to listen to them. Be like the oak tree. Thanks for listening, guys. Good luck.